The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. Good morning all, this is Ryan Tuberty with you. It's Tuesday morning, the 10th of May 2022 at five part three minutes past nine. It's great to have your company today till 10 o'clock. Our guest this morning is an actor I've been watching on the big screen and the small screen since I was uh, very young. Uh, and he is Simon Callow. And you will know him immediately when you hear him and see him. And uh, he's due to join us live in studio this morning. So I look forward to saying, well, I say he's due to, no, he'll be, he'll be here, he'll be here, he'll be here, be fine. And uh, yeah, he's going to be appearing on stage in the Borgash Energy Theatre in their production of Anything Goes on the 18th to the 22nd of May. But he's a thoroughly accomplished actor and uh, writer and much more besides. So we've much to talk, much to discuss. Um, uh, Conversations with Friends is the Sally Rooney book that is now being, uh, has been made into a TV programme which will be shown on televisions very, very soon. Uh, the reviews are in, in the UK papers at least. The Daily Telegraph uh, has given it five stars this morning. So that is a very uh, good start, at least for Lenny Abrahamson and the cast of Conversations with Friends, which um, it says that it is a dreamy, golden-hued cinematography uh, particularly during the group's idyllic holiday to Croatia, which makes this an utter joy to watch, as well as an audacious conversation starter. That's a, a little sense of the reviews in for that. We'll be talking about that at some length on the Late Late Show on Friday night with Lenny and others. Um, but uh, that's good news. So that 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 apparently there's not as much um, full-on behaviour in terms of intimate um, activity, shall we say, uh, in this um, but either way, that doesn't seem to have affected the uh, reviews, which are very positive indeed. And I'm seeing, I'm very excited about the uh, Baz Luhrmann's Elvis film, which is out next month. It's called simply Elvis. I spoke about it before. Austin Butler, who I don't know, is playing Elvis. Tom Hanks as his manager. Colonel Tom Parker. Um, and that looks like it's going to be a humdinger of a film. I really enjoyed Moulin Rouge and... Great Gatsby, so it'll be, I'm sure, along along those lines. That's kind of kind of exciting. There's lots to to be going to. So I watched uh, the first part of a three, an unnecessarily three part, I'm sure, uh, documentary on the life of Mother Teresa last night. Really, why? Well, you know the way sometimes your TV comes on and it says you might like this, you might like this, and and this was, and I love a good documentary. As it was Charlie Chaplin last week, and this week's Mother Teresa, big big leap there. But but they were both, I suppose, I suppose uh, iconic figures globally uh, admired and revered for the most part um, and then maybe a shadow cast here and there and I think that's what this programme seems to be getting at but it was just the first episode and it was intriguing she was again like Charlie Chaplin she, she was somebody I you just we all seem to know and yet not know very much about in certainly in my case um, and then I saw as I was watching it then up came the, the, the opening music of the Late Late Show and Gay was there interviewing Mother Teresa on, on that show so they used parts of that and there's another interview with an Irish broadcaster and to be honest with you I was trying to I couldn't figure out who it was and um, somebody's going to immediately text and go no, of course it was XYZ I'd appreciate it if you would 51551 but uh, yeah good good documentary but again I, I felt it could easily have been like the chaplain was just shy of two hours and it was perfection but unfortunately some documentary maker feel that 
you know, it needs three episodes when it really oftentimes doesn't. I think an hour and a half, two hours would have been fine. But will I go back for the second episode? I will at a push, but I wouldn't be rushing to it. Um, yeah. Anyway, no doubt about it. Fascinating person, but um, just three, three, three parters. No, no need for that. A conversation with friends is on this Sunday on BBC Three. Yeah, but of course it must be on RTE um, at some point. But I'm not sure what the what the exact date for that. I'll get that too and bring it to you in a moment. In the high-profile li- libel battle between Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney, the wives of England football internationals Jamie Vardy and Wayne Rooney, is set to go to trial today. And the reason I'm saying this is because I keep seeing it. They're calling it Wagatha Christie, and which is kind of, I suppose, kind of funny. Um, I'm surprised wags as a term hasn't been cancelled. Wives and girlfriends, um, but obviously not in the UK anyway. Um, and I said, I'd be- I'm going to read this little bit. It's in the Irish Times of all papers. Uh, I'll read this little bit because it's such a small piece and it'll put, because I have no idea what really what this case is about. So if I read this, then I'll be able to follow the case a bit more. So we can do this together. Rooney accused Vardy of leaking false stories about her private life to the media in 2019 after she, she said she carried out a months-long sting operation which led to her being dubbed Wagatha Christie by the English media. And Rooney claimed Vardy shared with the Sun newspaper three fake stories that she had posted on her personal Instagram account. The fake stories included uh, Rooney travelling to Mexico for a gender selection procedure, uh, her planning to return to TV and the basement flooding at her home. Rooney wrote, I have saved and screenshotted all the original stories which clearly show just one person has viewed them. It's dot, 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 Rebecca Vardy's account. So she exposed this person who may or may not have done this. And Rooney's post was widely shared and heavily parodied and it all went. And Vardy said, no, I didn't do that. She denies all the accusations and is suing Rooney for libel under English defamation law. The burden of proof now will be on Miss Rooney to prove that her post was substantially true. And now the trial starts today. And I think, are we all up to speed? Does that make sense? Um, And we will follow that if we care a damn. And then Keir Starmer, in the Labour, Labour leader in, in the UK, has said that he will resign if it, he has been found guilty of breaking COVID rules because he had a curry and a beer, which may or may not have been um, uh, uh, an offence and breaking the, the rules. So he's kind of put his whole career on the line and may have signed his own death warrant in some ways by saying, yeah, if I broke the rules. But he's also saying, if I do it, he should do it. And therefore, we should all have some certain certain class of uh, benchmark when it comes to resigning. And he's laying it down. Um, and we shall see, because if the police say, well, I'm afraid, yeah, your curry, you know, some papers are saying today, is it worth a curry, his career? Uh, and of course, that's that's too uh, too too glib to say it's it's bigger than that. Clearly, but um, yeah, it, it may well cost him his leadership if if he uh, is found guilty. So that's another rolling story. A lot of stuff happening in the UK as well, because of course the Queen now can't deliver her the speech to the uh, House of Parliament because of mobility issues. So Prince Charles will do that. Um, so she is um, yeah, she seems to be having medical issues. And then you have Prince Harry. If you care about any of this. He's kind of being kind of mocked a bit because he did this spoof ad where he's wearing a T-shirt saying "Girl Daddy," and he's got Australian comedians or New Zealand, sorry, comedians chasing after him, being gas and actually not being that funny at all. And his stock is not what it was, you know. Even there's, they seem to be trying to flog some of their stuff, but that didn't work out on Netflix to other 
uh, streaming services. So they need to keep an eye on all of that, I'm sure. Hay fever. A lot of coughing and sniffling upstairs today. Uh, they, there's, there's hay fever. It's in the air. Uh, but the problem is the, the supplies. If you've gone in to look for Puritan or whatever it is, and the chemists, you might have had a problem. Supplies of hay fever drugs have run low uh, due to the shortage of a key ingredient. And this is, wait for it, chlorphenamine maliet. And that is my best go. It sounds like a Harry Potter um, spell, but it's not. It is a major component of Puritan and several other hay fever remedies. And they have left shops without the drugs at the start of the peak pollen season. So if you can't find it, that's what's happening. Forecasters have warned that pollen counts, pollen counts due to be quite high um, in the coming days and weeks. Puritan tablets are out of stock in a lot of places. You can only get the syrup version of it, which no one really wants. Uh, but they reckon it'll be resolved soon enough with new deliveries expected in the coming weeks. So hold tight. And um, yeah, it's not. I know anyone with, with hay fever. It is such an annoying pain in the face. Uh, as opposed to Olympic gold boxer Kelly Harrington, the very opposite of pain in the face, who has been nominated for the Freedom of Dublin City Award. The Lord Mayor, Alison Gilliland, nominated the Portland Road Powerhouse uh, at Monday night's full meeting of Dublin City councillors and LGBT activist Alvis Smith, a wonderful person. Professor Mary Aiken, another wonderful person, also announced as nominees for the award. I mean, Mary's done some terrific work um, in the cyber world and Alva has been a fixture um, in, in this world as well for her campaigning, endless campaigning um, in, in decades gone by. So both pleasure, all of the three people actually are joy to meet and interview. Um, so I'm delighted for them. So hopefully the nominations will be ratified by councillors and they will join only four other women who have been nominated for the, or been awarded, excuse me, the Freedom of Dublin before now. So that is um, good, good news. Now, uh, Conversations with Friends will be on Wednesday, the 18th of May at 9.35pm on RT1 and the RT Player. The series will air over six weeks with two new episodes every Wednesday night. Are we all clear? We're all clear. Good stuff. This is an odd one. Mystery has more Huddersfield Village. Back in the UK, uh, post boxes are sprayed green and locals demand a police manhunt. Now, we had red post boxes uh, for here for, for years and years and then we sprayed them green voluntarily and that's why you see around the place, the VR, the Victoria Regina, or the GR for King George. Um, you know, I'll always love to kind of see the post box and got this very interesting bit of history there. Um, but in the UK, in this village, somebody's going around spraying, spraying green. So it's, it's down to two things. We can, we can keep an eye on the story in the next few days. One, theory one, it's a stunt by the Green Party saying green, green, green. This is in the UK. And theory two is that it's a Sinn Féin propaganda stunt. Now, I don't know what, why they'd be trying to have a propaganda st- stunt in Huddersfield if it was Sinn Féin, so I'd be suspicious of that. The Green Party makes more sense, but I wouldn't have thought they'd be into vandalism. They tend to seem to be a bit uh, above that sort of behaviour. So we shall see. I'm going to watch that story and see who, who in the name of God is doing it and f- for the why. Um, meanwhile, uh, the Eurovision... Uh, winner from 1992, Linda Martin, has been announced as the spokesperson for the Irish jury and will deliver the votes during this year's song contest. Well, that was a good choice and she will do that with great 
skill and aplomb. And Brooke seems to be doing well. That's Rich is getting uh, nice talkability around the place. The rehearsal went very well and the bookies are looking a little more favourably at her. So let's just uh, watch that watch that pot boiling away. Here's hoping. Um, I did Wordle yesterday. I'm still at Wordle. Not everyone's still doing I don't do it every day, but did it yesterday. And the word was, I can say it now because it's, it's, you, you can't archive it anyway. The word was shine. Now somebody much younger than me, much smarter than me, um, got it in two. I got it in three, which I was thrilled about. But then the next generation um, did better than I did. But the point I'm making here is that the New York Times moved swiftly to change the word. So a lot of people who got in early, the winning word was fetus. F-E-T-U-S, American spelling. Um, and they kind of thought, OK, we better change that because... Uh, they didn't want to get into a, a, a hassle. The timing was fraught given last week's leaked report of a draft US Supreme Court decision that would strike down a 50-year-old ruling governing the ability of women to receive abortions. So they changed it to shine. And a spokesman from the New York Times said that a vast majority of users saw the first word, but some people who had not refreshed their browsers, um, saw, sorry, saw fetus and then came back with a new word. So there you go. Even Wordle getting caught up in that row in the United States of America. Okay, 51551, uh, texts in already on different things we're talking about. Another documentary series for you. Oh, thank you. Check out Berlin 1945, three by one hour. I watched it over a couple of nights last week. Fascinating insight into Germany at the end of World War II, which is always interests me. Uh, prevention of hay fever, wear a face mask. Yeah, this is trees. Well, that that's there's face masks still happening here um in 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 the RT um so that's what that's going on there the, the city council voted in favor of all three women receiving freedom of the city last night thank you Dermot that's good news tell your hay fever symptoms to people to get a a, a hay band it works on the basis of an acupuncture pressure point on the arm and it's wonderful it's non-invasive and works a treat available in many chemists I've used them for years and it's great relief, says Eileen in Animo. The Labour leader was more nuanced. He said he'd resign if he'd served with, if he served the fine, but won't if he's found guilty of breaching regulations, but not fined. At least that was dis- the discussion on news last, news night last night. Thank you. That's a very good clarification. I appreciate that. Tennis bad boy, Denis Shapovalov, explodes into an angry on-court meltdown at the Italian Open, furiously screaming at the jeering crowd to shut the fuck up before insisting the fans love me after beating home favourite Lorenzo Sonego in Rome. Yeah, we see, the reason we kind of keep, keep half an eye on him is because he was, um, at, at, certainly during the Wimbledon last, last time out, we were kind of looking at him going, yeah, he's, he seems to be a bit like, uh, somebody said he, he, he reminded, they reminded, he reminded, them of me or something like that in, in, in mild appearance a kind of good looking version I think it would be fair to say and uh, sure enough he had a bit of a, a meltdown in Rome and as to um, how that's going to land in for his uh, future career we don't know but he lost his cool was handed a point penalty was booed by the fans and um, he got into a bit of trouble but we'll keep an eye on him because he's a bad boy <laughs> Dennis Shapovalov and with Wimbledon coming down the tracks in a few weeks' time, let's keep let's just watch him as as a person of interest. 
Did you know there's an Irish language version of Wordle now called? Yes, I, I, I've heard all about it. And we did it. We talked about it a couple of months ago. Test your Leaving Cert Irish to the limit. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, no, don't mention the Leaving Cert. I'm very, very strong. It's the annual Leaving Cert rant. I'd be like Denis Shapovalov. That's how I feel. I feel about the Leaving Cert like he felt about that point. Um, but uh, so I'm not, don't. Don't get me started, as the song says. Don't get me started. Okay, um, it's Bono's birthday today. Happy birthday to him. Um, and he was born, not on the exact same day, but if you look at the back of the exam, you'll see they, they always have these kind of peculiar dates you might not know about. But sure enough, it's uh, Fred Astaire. Now, not on the same day, that would be ridiculous, but uh, they, they, they share a birthday. It's uh, 9.20, and I, I, this is a, a cute U2 song that you don't hear all the time, so I'm going to go with this. birthday to Bono this Tuesday morning as Wild Honey. Um, I, I didn't realise I, I, was, I wasn't on my own when I said how much I like that song. Rose and Cork, so that's my favourite U2 song. And my don't fear dear friend rushing out the door but paused for your song choice this morning. Doesn't take much to set me off these days. I was sending you love today and thank you for that calming U2 song. It says Mike from Loch Ray heading stateside again. Trying to get to the far side of security in T- T2 in Dublin for over an hour now. And you're still there. Yeah, what up? I mean, I found it quite at the airport not too long ago, and I found it moved pretty, pretty swiftly. Actually, it wasn't too bad on a, on a Saturday morning. Um, but I did find, like you did with your headphones in, and I was listening to, I put on a jazz mix, and I found that very relaxing because <laughs> it was not loud enough that I was lost in the music as the cue snaked around, and that worked. So you're right, just keep. Keep us in the air there, Mike, and you'll be fine as you head over across the Atlantic to the United States. That'll be good fun. Okay, it's 9.24. I wanted to say hello to our guest uh, this morning. We'll do that after this. The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1. It's the 19th to the 28th of May are the correct dates for the uh, Anything Goes. 19th to 28th of May. And you know what song's in it? Any excuse. Bit of Frank Sinatra before we head out the door with I get a kick out of you. I get no kick from champagne. Mere alcohol, it doesn't move me at all. So tell me why should it be true that I get a kick out of you? Out of you God, I like that. Enjoy that tremendously and you can listen to Frank Sinatra all day long. Um, that's one of the songs that features in Anything Goes, which is in, as I say, the Borgash Energy Theatre. 19th and 28th of May. Simon Cowell, what a gentleman. Uh, pleasure to talk to him this morning. Quick break before we say goodbye. <laughs>
What's the name of that Irish wordle again? I, I do wordle, I do hurdle, I do tri, tri, traddle, and I do absurdle. Good Lord. Lorraine and Ross Gray. It's called Footlock. F-O-C-L-A-C-H. Designed by Irish web designer, uh, Irish web developer, uh, Linda Keating. So that's what you need to do if you want to go there. I thought, says a text, you were going to, you were introducing Simon Cowell. And I nearly switched to Lyric FM. Lucky I didn't, but an interview. You stayed with us, Simon Cowell. Uh, Simon Cowell is not the guest this morning. Simon Callow, who was uh, a joy. And as Fergal in Galway says, uh, Charles Lawton was in Maureen O'Hara's first film, Hitchcock's Jamaica Inn, 1939. Thank you for that. It's 10 o'clock. Stay tuned for Claire Byrne and have a wonderful day and we'll see you tomorrow. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player. <laughs>